I just want to address some some uh, some some messages. So, so some people been sending me some messages asking me, hey, what's going on? Asking me how come I haven't been pumping out content for the Network Plus? Like, what's the hold up? Uh, so the hold up is this. I've been studying for my own certification. So I have to redo my Security Plus certification because I wasn't paying attention to the time schedule on it. So now it's in that window of expiring. And so I had to go through and basically I've been studying to try to get the cert. Well, I mean, I already got the cert, but studying to redo the cert. And I was trying to find ways around it. And I'm gonna go into a video explaining ways around how to renew your certification. It's called, it's basically a process known as CEUs, Continuing Educational Units. I believe that's what it stands for. Um, I actually had to submit a bunch of these for my Network Plus and my A Plus so that they're on the verge of expiring instead of me going to retake the test. Um, well, there are a couple of, okay, let's just focus on that. So I got my A Plus and my Network Plus, right? And so let's just say they're on the verge of expiring, which they were. <laughs> there are a couple ways that I can renew the cert because, you know, they're scheduled to expire every three years. But there are a couple ways you can renew the certification without actually having to go take the test. Um, one way, which is the way most people probably do, is they go get a higher level cert. So if you were to go get your Security Plus cert, what's going on, Let's? If you were to get your Security Plus cert, the day that you pass your Security Plus cert, it would automatically renew your Network Plus and your A Plus certification or all the lower level certs. So if today's uh, July 19th, right, uh, you got your Security Plus today, then your A Plus and your Network Plus, they're not, gonna, they're not going to expire until July 19th, 2024, meaning, you know, they've been renewed as well. But there are other ways to do it. And one of the ways I did it, I, um, I had to submit uh, information based off of lesson plans that I put together, you know, for my tech, I don't know if you can see it the Technology G website. Um, and I had to put together some other stuff, man. So that was one way. But I'm going to go into a whole video explaining that because CompTIA has a myriad of ways you can renew a certification without actually having to take the test again. Now, in regards to that, my Security Plus, I couldn't do it for my Security Plus. So, you know, what happened was I got my Security Plus some years ago and I went through when I did some things here and there, but as of lately, I kind of lost track of my security plus in terms of when it was going to expire. And so I realized, Oh crap, my test is about to expire. Uh, my voucher, my certification is about to expire. You know what I'm saying? Now, do I actually need it to do my job? No, I don't. Uh, do I need it to, teach IT on YouTube or whatever. No, I don't. But all the stuff that I teach, I want to be certified in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, technically, I don't have to be because I know this stuff. But still, I would. I, I want to be certified in up to date. So anywho, long story short. So I haven't been popping out content for the Network Plus as frequently as because over the last two or three weeks, I've been taking a crash course on trying to get prepared to go take my Security Plus test. And I was supposed to go take it today at one o'clock, but I just got an email from Pearson View saying that they uh, the testing center has canceled my test. And 
So basically, I got to go into the system and reschedule at a future date. So, um, so that's why. Um, any, anywho, so that's why I haven't been making content. I've been trying to study for my own Security Plus. I mean, for my own IT cert so I can keep it up to date and all that wonderful stuff. And I was studying for the 501, but uh, the 501 Security Plus is scheduled to expire June, uh, July 30th, I believe. So now I got to put my efforts into the to the next one, the 601, which is the, the newest iteration of the test. So uh, that, that's what's been going on. But being that I got that email today saying that they uh, they have involuntarily rescheduled my exam or I have to go in and reschedule the exam. I think I'm just going to push it out another 60 days or 30 days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not it's not a mandatory requirement. I mean, if my cert expires. I'm not about to get fired anytime soon. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, I'm, I'm already good. I just I just got to go through the motions of being up to date. But, and that's just for my position. It might be different for you, but that's just unique for me. But uh, anyways, so that's that's why. That's, that's, that's all I really wanted to say, man, as to why the content seems to have slowed down. You know, even I got to go get certified and recertified and make sure everything's on the up and up, man. Shout out to, is that LR for the $5? Appreciate that. It says, I also have a YouTube channel and I'm preparing for the CCNA cert as well as the CompTIA penetration. Uh, okay. Uh, what is that? Black and, what, hold on, black, black and white. Okay, you got the, the A's replaced with the number four. Okay, I'm going to have to go check you out. It says, is taking a Security Plus cert a good way of entry to the CISSP? All right, so the Security Plus cert is really like the entry-level certification for cybersecurity. So, um, and, and it can also help you out with other things. But, um, yes, it's, it's a good way. It's a good start. Like, I always tell people, um, you know, if, if you're doing stuff in IT that's, you know, not program-related programming or you're not doing any type of database stuff, but, you know, you're going like the help desk route, the networking route, you know, basically the path that I chose or the cybersecurity route. Um, A plus, net plus, security plus, or if you don't know that, start with IT fundamentals. But those lay down your base layer of understanding. That, that's like your foundation. Now, when it comes specifically to cybersecurity and you're trying to transition up um, to doing, uh, you know, going to get a CISSP or something like that, cyber uh Security Plus is like your your basic base level cybersecurity cert. I mean, that's like actually where it really starts to kick off at because um, when you go apply for jobs, let's just say you're trying to get a government job with the DOD or something like that, um, they're going to mandate that you have your Security Plus cert just to apply for the job. Like that's a federal regulation, or at least it was when I was in the Army. Uh, when I Before I got out the military, well, initially when I was in the military, Security Plus wasn't mandatory. But then as cybersecurity became more and more of a headache, they made it mandatory. And then right before I got out the Army, it was mandatory for military personnel to have that certification. And so I know it's like that for the uh, civilian people who do uh, government contractors or, or government workers, however, however the heck they phrase it these days. Um, but And it's also... It's also, um, I'm pretty sure, a strong, heavily encouraged secure, uh, requirement to go into cybersecurity, even in the private sector. But yes, that can lead you on the path to uh, getting that. 
What's up, Professor Black Ops? That's our that's our uh, Professor Black Ops. That's um, our cybersecurity uh, local resident expert. He has a whole channel where he talks about this. So y'all need to go sub to him. He has some great uh, information about cybersecurity over there as well. Um, let's see. Uh, what route would you recommend based on your insight in the field? All right. So first things first, you, you know, anybody get an IT, first thing you have to ask yourself, what do you want to do in IT? Because it's it's like a, I had somebody ask me this yesterday, as a matter of fact. Uh, one of my friends, he's he's uh, thinking about switching careers or whatever, and I don't know. But anyways, uh, you got to ask yourself, what do you want to do in IT? Do you want to you want to program? Do you want to do some database stuff? Do you want to do some some uh, computer science stuff? Help desk, networking. It's like a myriad of different lanes, and you know, it's kind of like the medical field. You know, you, you know, you, you could be a dentist, you could be a foot doctor, you could be a pediatric doctor pediatrician and then kind of kind of figure out what you want to do and then from there it'll kind of tell you to a certain extent where you want to start so the path that i normally teach is designed to get people primarily going into like a help desk role initially but it doesn't stop in it doesn't stop there because the path that i teach yes you can start off in the help desk or doing some other similar activities but you can transition to cybersecurity or you could transition to, uh, you know, going into computer programming or you could transition into, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, but, you know, I try to push mainly cybersecurity with the stuff that I teach because, you know, that's what's that's what's kind of needed. That's why I'm doing these uh, news stories talking about cybersecurity events and the same thing with Professor Black Ops. Because, uh, you know, it's becoming a headache out there and people they are willing to pay top dollars to uh, alleviate these headaches so that uh, we can, you know, we can we can watch YouTube videos with my, my big face in, in your in your in your screen. But it, it, you got to figure out what do you want to do? And like I say, my path is geared towards pushing people towards the beginning of cybersecurity. That's that's the path that I I've put together with IT fundamentals, A+, the Network Plus class that I'm putting up, and then eventually I'll start putting up my Security Plus. But before I put my Security Plus up there, I got to go redo my own certification. So, um, Security Plus is really, is really good, of course, but like me, I will take anything, of course, which is related with security penetration testing, but we are not Superman. What up, AM1? That's my, that's my dude right there. It's just good look. You see the logos, AM1? I have my dude. It's this dude I've known since I was like, man, we've known each other since we was like, I don't know, like five, five years old. Anyways, we got reconnected back into, um, through Facebook after like 20 years you know, we discovered each other again on Facebook, and I discovered he was a graphic designer. So I had him, uh, I had him hook up my 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 new logo. He hooked it up in one day, no, well, two days. I told him what I wanted, kind of had an idea. He whipped this bad boy up. Let me see, hold up. Let me adjust my thing so y'all can see it better. I oh, mean, we out, we out here doing, we out here trying to look professional these days. <laughs> I'm trying to be professional, and I'm saying, uh oh. So he hooked it up. 
Um, anyways, but yeah, my, my homeboy did that for me. Um, how often do you have to renew certs? Oh, well, let me get back to the other one. Somebody said something about penetration testing. Uh, so security is really good, of course, but like me, I will take anything, of course, which is related to security penetration testing, but we are not Superman. Um, like I say, before you go out there and do your penetration tests, get your security plus. Uh, go get your A plus, net plus, security plus. And then from there, you can go, you know, CompTIA will tell you, you can branch off and go try to get the penetration test. Or you can branch off and go get the, um, it's another one. I can't remember what the other cert is. It's, it's another one that's, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's a CA. I have to look at the, I can't remember what it's called. I got to go look it up. Uh, certifications. Uh, how often do you have to renew? Well, CompTIA, it's like every three years is, is when they say they'll renew. Matter of fact, when you actually log in, like if you go to Google, once you get your first cert, like let's say you go get your A+, you go um, email me something. Uh, hold up. So you go, you go, just go to Google and type in CompTIA certifications login. And it'll take you to a portal. You got to put your email or whatever username and password in there. And then from there, I'll probably do a video on this as well. From there, they'll show you, you'll be able to download a PDF of your cert. They'll tell you the day you uh, got the cert, when it's set to expire. Uh, they'll show you all the CEUs, the continuing educational units, options for you to renew the cert because you got to also how much money is, is associated with renewing these certs because even... If you do the CEU method, you got to pay money. <laughs> like you can't just, you know, say, hey, I did all this and not get any money. They still want some money. But it'll, it'll tell you everything up in there. Um, but normally it's like a three-year window for a comp to you. It might be different from other. Well, some certs, like back in the day, if you got your A-plus cert like in the early 2000s, it came with like a, a lifetime. It never expired. It was like for, for life. So you got some people running around here with the A plus cert from like 2000 or whatever, and it's never it's set to never expire. Um, that's good because they they never have to go take the test again. But at the same time, the test they took way back in the day is drastically dr different from today because the A plus test today, you know, they're talking about mobile devices. Uh, 2000, we didn't have iPads back in 2000. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, there, there were just certain things that wasn't really around 20, 21 years ago like they are today. Um, it says CISP is more of an expert level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CISP is like some expert level. It's like the expert level of Security Plus. So Security Plus is like the beginning starting point. CISP is like... You know, it's like really, it's, it's like a, you know, expert level cert. It's not, basically CISP is not something you just decide you, you're going to wake up and go do. As a matter of fact, I don't even think you can take the CISP. I got to, I got to, I'm not sure. I got to go look this up. But I'm not, I think you got to have some type of prerequisites just to take the test. And some of those prerequisites might be you got to have certain certs and you might have to have certain amount of years doing something before they even let you take the test. Like there are some certs out there like that. But you can't just decide, you know, it's it's highly, uh, I don't think you can just decide to wake up and go take that test. Uh, and one, uh, hold up. Oh, Let says, I just want 
to, I just want to not get in a position where larger companies can bog you down and cap you. Um, to have wait, cap you. I want to have and be open opportunities uh, for me. Yeah, listen. Um, here's the thing. So this is applicable to anything. Um, so it doesn't matter what you do. You could be working at the Coca-Cola factory bottling up sodas, right? Or, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter what you do. In this day and age, you should always have something going on on the side if you're able to. So that just in case you run into a, a plateau at your company or they decide to get rid of you, your whole life doesn't fall to pieces. You understand what I'm saying? Um, and the coronavirus, the pandemic, I don't know how many of you guys were affected by that. Um, I've had, I wasn't affected by it, but I've had family members that were affected by it. Um, that should have shown a lot of people that this economy is, uh, you know, rather flimsy, <laughs> especially if a, uh, a, a virus can come through and just pretty much shut everything down overnight for the most part. And you got a lot of people out there who didn't really make a lot of plans to uh, prepare for the unexpected. Me, I've been preparing. I, I wasn't preparing for like a doomsday scenario, but um, I joined the military. I was there for 13 years. So there are a lot of benefits that I've, I've, I've gotten due to my service. But and that stuff helped me out because there were times I was kind of, you know, not not during last year, but, you know, when I got out of the military, there were times where I didn't have a job, but I still had money coming in. And um, but uh, regardless of all that, it doesn't matter where you work. You got to have something going on so that you don't get caught off guard. Um, whether you got your own little side hustle going on, you're selling T-shirts, you're selling baked goods, uh, you know, your babysit, you know, whatever it is that you feel like you can do to generate money. So hopefully you can stack it up for emergency funds or whatever, whatever. Um, you got to have some. It's my firm belief. Now, this may be different, but it's just my firm belief that you just cannot solely rely on one source of income anymore. You can't do it. I, I personally just don't think it's possible to uh, survive and thrive in this day and age where people can get fired over the drop of a dime or viruses can, can, can come through or. If you got a job that can be replaced by a robot or something like that, you, you got to have something constantly going on to try to generate money. And, and hopefully one day, whatever it is you're doing on the side can match or exceed, you know, what, what it is your main source of income is producing. But you got to have something going on so that, you know, you, you can, uh, if, even if you're working at a company and you run into a, a, plat a, a ceiling or something like that, um, you say you know about iPhone hacks, right? Uh, you know, maybe you could take your skill sets and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> maybe work part-time at an iFixit store where they fix iPhones or, you know, come up with something. Maybe even create a YouTube channel talking about iPhone hacks and grow that and monetize it. You got to you got to you got to learn to think out. I'm not saying that you're not, but, you know, just in general, people got to learn how to think outside of the box with whatever skill sets and knowledge they have and try to monetize it or, you know, do something with it so that you're not just totally dependent upon one source of income. Uh, is that in the. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I got the Illustrator file. He sent me all the, the files for the artwork, AM1. So, um, oh, let's see. Have I ever thought about business? And, oh, BI. BI stands for business intelligence. Yeah, um, I got a friend of mine right now I went to college with. He he uh, he does YouTube as well. He has another he has a channel out there, but he teaches um, database and business intelligence. Like he has his own course. Um, I actually signed up for it earlier this year, but due to uh, you know me trying to create content for this website and me keeping up with the the uh, demands of my daytime job, I couldn't uh, finish his course. Um, I can go back and take it anytime I feel like it, but I've had an interest in it. Um, I'm gonna say it's a, it's a, it's a little bit more complicated than the stuff I, I teach, but you know it's just something that I I wanted to learn just you know just for the sake of learning about it. Oh, you said when I said cap, I meant salary. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Well, you might run into some instances where you might eventually reach a salary cap, but like I say, even if you do. You, you got a couple options. You can, you know, try to switch jobs if it's possible. Or you can, my thing is just try to branch out and try to do something on the side and then grow that. Because, I mean, unless you're like the CEO or, you, you know, you're sitting in the executive suite or whatever company you're working for, you're going to reach a salary cap, you know, especially if you're not dealing in sales and, you know, you're just strictly dealing off of, technical work and you know they say this is what your pay salary is you're only going to go so high and there's only going to be so much money you can make within that company um you know strictly off of paychecks you gotta diversify your skill sets like i say start your own business a side business get into investing like real estate or or you know investing in stocks and cryptos and all that stuff but you got to have something going on. Like even with my company, there, there's only so much money that they're going to pay me. And I already knew this going in. And I was cool with it because I was like, well, I can reach the highest level, but ultimately I want to be able to do my own thing. Because I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not really much of a fan of working for people. Not because I dislike working for other people, but eventually I just want to get to the point where I, I run my own full-blown business. But I can't just jump out there and do that. So I got to, you know, to baby step this thing, which is currently what this is. <laughs> uh, Chase, thanks for all your advice. No no problem, man. Or woman. I, I, you know, I don't know what y'all's, whatever. <laughs> I don't know how y'all identify these days. Uh, it's, a good, it's good to have a recession or pandemic-proof skill set. Yeah, you got to have that. You got to have that. I mean, it's... You should have had that before, but it's, it's, I think this has been an eye opener over the last year. You got you to gotta have something going on because, you know, things are just not guaranteed anymore. What cert has what cert has the most hiring rate? Oh, this is a 7-Eleven guy. Oh, hey, what up, man? This is, uh, this is my man. Remember I posted that picture of old buddy in the 7-Eleven watching my videos? That, that's who this dude is. He says, what cert has the most hiring rate? Uh, that's that's kind of not an easy question to answer. So it depends on what job you're going for. So if you're going for like entry-level jobs, which, you know, I'm assuming you are, A-plus, Network-plus, and maybe Security-plus. 
If you're going for a cybersecurity role, whether it's entry level or whatever, you definitely have to have that security plus. Uh, you know, if you're going for, you know, a higher level, let's just say you're already in cybersecurity, you know, you want to, you know, you want to step it up. You want to be a penetration tester or you want to, you know, do some stuff like that. You're going to have to get the relevant certs associated with whatever job you're trying to get. But just to actually kick off your career, all you got to do is just go to Indeed. I think I did a, I think I did a video on this in the past. I might do it again. But all you got to do is just go to Indeed. And just type in the search bar on Indeed, like entry-level IT jobs or whatever, and they'll pull up a list of jobs in your area or whatever city you're trying to get it cracking in and go through and read the job descriptions. And oftentimes, if you're trying to do like an entry-level job, like help desk or something like that, they're going to tell you A+, Network+. Plus. Like that's going to be, you know, the, the uh, you're going to have to have those to get started, A+, plus, Net+, plus, and maybe Security+. Plus. But like I say, I know some people get discouraged when they hear entry level. They're like, oh, man, entry level. Look, you guys got to understand, entry level doesn't mean this is where you're going to be stuck at for the rest of your life in IT. I've known a lot of people, and I've helped train a lot of people, especially when I was in the military. They started off doing entry level IT, and within like 18 months, or maybe even faster, they were on to another position, making higher pay, higher levels of responsibility. So, you know, you're not just stuck there for eternity. You can move up rather quickly <laughs> in IT. I mean, I tell you the story about my brother. Um, I'm going to have to get him on this podcast, on this video, so he can talk to y'all because he does cybersecurity. My brother's only been in IT for like nine years. He started off doing help desk stuff as well. Um, he started off probably making around $25 an hour. My brother makes $130,000 a year now. He's only been doing this for nine years. And he does, and he, you know, the same thing that I teach y'all is pretty much the path that he took. Help desk, transition to cybersecurity roles, switch jobs a couple times. You know, it's just kind of the normal practice, but here he is nine years later, 37 years old, no wife, no kids, making $130,000 a year. What is the name of the course? What course? So I got courses on here. If you click on my playlist or you just go to my website, Technology G, you know, like my logo. But anyway, I put up IT Fundamentals, A+. I'm building a Network Plus class, and after that, I'll put up a Security Plus. And I've had people ask me about higher-level certs. Anything beyond that is probably going to be behind a paywall. Oh, yeah. Also, so being that I mentioned that, so I put up a poll the other day. Because I've had people ask me, can I teach them this? Because, you know, here's, here's the thing, right? And I'm just, I'm just now realizing this. So you got everything that I put up on YouTube is the self-taught method, meaning I've created all the content, whether you watch my videos only or you watch my videos in conjunction with buying study materials directly off my website to assist you. But that's all self-study. I'm not, I'm not directly teaching you. I mean, I'm teaching you, but I'm not literally talking to you live. So you're going to have to do that on your own. You know what I mean? And some people are good with that. I'm good with that. But there are some people out there who don't, they're not good with that because they, they just, they just need that. They just need that live teacher student interaction. 
whether it's physically or it's virtually. So with that being said, in the coming months, I'm probably going to offer live over the internet, you know, using, you know, Microsoft Teams or something like that, teaching IT to people who need that, that interaction because that's how I do it. My, my friend I was just telling you about who teaches database stuff, that's how he does it. He teaches it live over the internet. So I'm probably going to implement that. But you got to understand, that's, that's, that's going to take up a lot of my time. So that's not going to be a free option. <laughs> but it will be me walking you through step by step. You get to ask questions. I plan on having um, the way I want to do it. I plan on having simulations that you can follow along with in real time on your own computer, teaching you how to do some of the things you need to know for the test. But that's not going to be a paid option. But it's not going to be super expensive either if I can avoid it. So I'm trying to I'm trying to, you know, meet everybody where they're at as much as I can. Uh, needing to pass CompTIA Core 2. Any tips? Study. Um, so the CompTIA, I'm assuming you're talking about the A+. The A+, Core 2, it's a software exam. That's actually, in my opinion, a harder test than the first. Even though when I took the A+, I failed the hardware the first time. I had to go back and take it. And then I passed the software on the first time ago. But most people I know, if they do end up failing a test, they tend to fail the software because now you're dealing with manipulation of the software. You got to know how to go in and do this, go in and do that. So the thing about it is um, my recommendations are you can, uh, you got to get your study on. I mean, you got to sit down and watch those videos or read those books. You got to take notes. But the biggest thing is you probably got to find a computer to practice on because you're going to have to you're going to need to know how to go in there and set up Windows Defender because they're going to ask you questions on the test. They're going to have simulations on the test or they might ask you questions. What would you do to do this, to do this? And if you don't have any type of practical experience on dealing with that software, uh, you know, uh, messing with the software it might be a bit of a challenge unless you're just really good at retaining information you know what i mean um so you got options if you got a spare computer laying around or if you got your own computer that you can tinker around with or you can got you got virtual labs i sell those on my website too <laughs> virtual labs to where you can go in and purchase like a uh, like a somewhat somewhat of a virtual box or whatever the case may be, and and the ones that I sell, which is uh, coming straight, come straight from CompTIA. So you go in there, you set up the virtual box, which is literally, literally you, you you just logging in, it'll create it for you, and then it'll give you instructions on the side telling you do this, do this, do this, do this, do this the entire lab through, so that you develop an understanding of what to do. And this is created by the uh, you know the people that make the tests, so. That's that's my advice to you for the core two is watch your videos, read your books, take your notes, but you got to figure out a way to get some hands on experience playing with that software so that you can understand what's going on. Um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. So um, now that I got to reschedule my exam, I'm probably going to push it out another 30 days. <laughs> um, 
just just to push it out. Cause I'm, I'm still within that window where I got to go redo it, but I just push it out another 30 days. Uh, and then, you know, because like I say, for the past two weeks, I was like, I'm just going to crash course it. I already know this stuff. I'm just going to go in there. Okay, I know this. I know this. I need to freshen up on this, yada, yada, yada. Now I think I'm just going to go through and kind of relearn the whole thing again so that when I go do when I do go take the test I'll uh, I'll I'll hopefully pass on the first try. <laughs> that's that's the goal. And then after that, you know, I'll go into the creation of the content for the the for the 50 wait, what is it? The 601, whatever the, the latest iteration of the security plus is. All right. So anyway, I'm going to give you all an update on that. I'm going to get back to this. I'm going to get back to posting these Network Plus stuff this week. As a matter of fact, I want to have all this. If I can, I'm going to try to have that class uploaded probably within the next three weeks. Just have that whole thing uploaded. That's my goal. Not, not, I'm not going to, you know, promise, but, you know, that's, that's the goal. Hopefully in the next three weeks I have everything else uploaded. Because it takes a lot of time to create these, these videos. All right, any more questions before I roll out of here? It's been 30 minutes. Any more questions? I appreciate all the support. Shout out to everybody that's purchased something. Um, yeah, uh, shout out to everybody that's passing. That's, that's the most important thing. It's not about me uh, getting all the views and, and becoming YouTube rich. It's about whether or not you guys are passing because that's, that's the whole point of this channel. So I appreciate everybody sending me messages, emails, screenshot, uh, comments I'll be taking screenshots of. Y'all passing, that's good stuff, man, y'all. Um, let me know, you know, something's working out there. All right. Well, with that being said, y'all be safe out in these streets. Put your mask on. Do everything you got to do to protect yourself. All right. I'm going to holler at y'all later. Peace. Uh, what's my website? Technology G. Just technology and G, G-E-E dot -E com. Somebody asked me, how come it's not just technology? You know, with uh, instead of GY, it says GEEs because somebody bought the website and domain name before I did. So that's why. But just technology and then G, GEE, -E, that's the website, dot com. All right. Y'all be safe out there.